This Valentine's Day, Dunkin's got the perfect pairings to show your love. So get down on one knee with a dozen brownie batter donuts and a cocoa mocha signature latte. Or make them swoon with a strawberry dragon fruit Dunkin' refresher with a Cupid's Choice Donut. Are you ready for love? America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Hello, and Happy New Year. Welcome to Totally Useless Information with Nick and Roy. Next week, Nick and Roy will start their fourth season. Who knew that there was so much useless information around? If it's useless, Nick and Roy will find it and present it to you every week. In the meantime, let's look back at the best of season three and some of the bloopers. Okay, some might consider this show nothing but bloopers. Let's begin. Here's an interesting look at an invention only Nick and Roy would discover. Raspberry smelling jeans. Weird guy, scratch and sniff raspberry scented jeans are made by clothing manufacturer Naked and Famous Denim. The Canadian brand boasts of using only raw denim manufactured at a traditional mill in Japan so you can be assured of quality. With the Weird Guy jeans, raspberry perfume was coated all over the denim and then baked into them. The perfume contains millions upon millions of tiny micro scent capsules that break when you scratch on the surface of the jeans, like a scratch and sniff, releasing the yummy raspberry fragrance. Naked and Famous claims that the scent can last up to five washes, and if you wash your jeans just once every three months, they'll stand on their own. No, if you... <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell doesn't wash their jeans? Okay, let me just... I, I'm all over this one. Okay, first off, yes. do Canadians not wash their jeans but for every three months? <laughs> okay, okay. But then the most upsetting thing of all is the guy's a Canadian... He invents the jeans, and then he says, so that we can get some good quality, we sent it off to Japan to be made, because we can't make them here in Canada. <laughs> oh, my God. Another useless invention discovered on the show this year was quite illuminating. So you wake up in the middle of the night, and you're off to the bathroom, to the washroom, and uh, it's really dark, and you're half asleep, and you want to make sure you're, well, first of all, you're going to the right room. Uh, <laughs> so this invention has helped you out. It's glow-in-the-dark toilet paper. You'll no longer have to struggle to relieve yourself during those half-awake bathroom visits in the middle of the night with this glow-in-the-dark toilet paper. It's functional. It's fun. And you'll know you're getting a complete wipe when the toilet paper stops glowing. <laughs> <laughs> the manufacturer says that this toilet paper saves energy for those tree-hugging hippies because you won't need to turn on the bathroom light. Well, there's definitely something to think about the next time that you don't know what to give as a gift glow-in-the-dark toilet paper. Some people might say that Roy is down to earth. Not a lot of people, but some. What does the planet Earth and Roy have in common? Let's find out. We think of Earth as a perfect sphere, like a little round marble, blue marble. But in reality, because Earth has two poles, one on the north and one, of course, on the south pole, they oppose each other with gravity and they pull. But they don't actually pull. They, they more or less push towards the center. So the equator kind of gets bulged out. So it's not round, but kind of round, but bulgy at the center, kind of like me. <laughs> if you felt the earth move a little, it might be Roy's next fact about 
one of the strongest earthquakes ever recorded. When you think of earthquakes, where do you think of when somebody says earthquakes? Los Angeles. Yes, California. Everybody does. San Andreas Fault. Well, think again. No, don't hurt yourself, Nick. <laughs> think again. <laughs> What's that smoke coming Ooh, out of the... Get ready for this one. The largest known earthquake was March 2016 in Prince William Sound, Alaska. It was a 9.2 magnitude quake. Whoa, that's pretty powerful. Yeah, and and some of the polar bears that were interviewed... No, no, no. <laughs> they were all drinking Coke. <laughs> they are amazing. Sometimes on the show, Roy... Just can't help but assist Nick with his punchlines. So if Babe Ruth hit his first professional home run, where Hammond's point is right now, the mm -hmm. news beat, I was going to say, technically... You, you might be able to find the ball there. You stole my punchline. You can't do that. The punchline is... <laughs> should I go on with it? Okay, here's the punchline. Technically, balls are still mm -hmm. flying there. When it comes to the topic of useless sports information, here's one that may linger after you hear it. It's the professional finger-pulling competition. <laughs> so the finger-pulling is no laughing matter in the Alps, okay? This is no laughing matter. Finger wrestling was once used to settle disputes, but it's now a competition that is taken quite seriously by the contenders. The winner is the person who manages to pull the other contestant's finger across the table using only his or her finger, as I said. Uh, contenders pick their digit carefully and subject it to rigorous training mm -hmm. involving crushing tennis balls and doing one-finger pull-ups. Mm -hmm. Professional, not amateur, these are professional finger-pulling competitors in the Alps. It's like, pull my finger... Uh, ooh. In the Alps, if you say, pull my finger, <laughs> because it would echo. You're listening to the best of totally useless information with Nick and Roy. As part of useless history information, it was discovered that some part of Napoleon lived on after his death. His priest and confessor, Vignali, allegedly cut off Napoleon's penis during the autopsy. He cut the penis off. Yes, of Napoleon. This was later sold as part of a collection and ended up in the possession of Dr. Abraham Rosenbach. Rosenbach? Rosenbach took Napoleon's penis on tour. Get your tickets now. Oh. It was displayed on a small velvet cushion in New York's Museum of French Art. Now, this is not a very flattering, you know, old Napoleon because not only is this true... But now the record shows that Napoleon's um, little Napoleon was just as famously small as the man himself. No. Maybe, I'm thinking, it suffered shrinkage after all of these years. Wow. What was his name? Napoleon missing a part? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Roy has uncovered a pretty interesting geographical fact about an island. There is an island within a lake, within a lake on an island now understand there's like a lake mm -hmm. then there's an island right. inside of a lake right. inside of an island and that there's only one place on earth that that is and it's in the philippines they actually 
have this lake inside of a lake inside of an island right next to the uh, customer service um, building where all the phone calls go from like Cablevision and <laughs> all the cable companies, yes. <laughs> oh, no, but anyway, in the Philippines, this place is called Vulcan's Point, and it's a crater that is a lake with a small lake inside of it surrounded by land inside of a lake. Right. Make any sense? A hundred percent. You're listening to the best of totally useless information with Nick and Roy. Where in the Caribbean can you find a railway system? Roy has the answer. Cuba is the only Caribbean country that has a railway system. Okay, they have, they're the only Caribbean country that has a train system. Now, they have no toilet paper or money, but plenty of cigars and choo-choo trains. <laughs> I mean, what the hell do they have a train for? Well, they would, you would think they would transport toilet paper and other things, other necessities, you would think. No, no toilet paper. No, it's okay. No. Well, you can always use the tobacco leaves when in a pinch. That's why there's very little, very little handshaking going on in Cuba. <laughs> they were practicing social distancing. It has nothing to do with the pandemic. Folks, what do you think makes those Cuban cigars taste so good? Oh, my oh God. wow. I don't want to think about that. No, that leaves a bad taste in your mouth. One of the many topics covered on the show is geography. And some of the islands in the world have peculiar names. The Diomede Islands are made up of Big Diomede, owned by Russia, and Little Diomede, owned by the United States. While they're only two and a half miles apart, they sit on opposite sides of the international dateline. Thus, they have a 21-hour time difference between them. This is why they're named Tomorrow and Yesterday Island. Oh, because the line meets there? That's right. They sit on opposite sides of the international date line. So that's why they're nicknamed Tomorrow and then Yesterday. It it would be really confusing when you tell your friend, listen, I'm going to meet you today at the Tomorrow Island, but if you meet me at Yesterday Island tomorrow, then I'll go the day after the Tomorrow Island. Exactly. You could say, listen, meet me tomorrow at 6 o'clock right now. That's right. (laughs) Oh, that was so yesterday. Nick talks about salt that is used after a snowstorm in Toronto. Up here in in Toronto, Canada, we get snow in the winter. Go figure. Uh, Some snow. And uh, and so we use like salt that you put on the ground. And um, there's this brand. It's called Alaskan Ice Melter. But if you say it really fast, it's Alaskan Ice Melter. Let me go laugh now. <laughs> here's here's something really really cool, and and it, it reminded me of. It'd be worse of, if they called it fart ice melter. <laughs> Say that fast, fart ice melter. Smelter fart. <laughs> or it'll, it'll definitely melt some snow. I'll tell you that much. Sex. Okay. Now that I have your attention, here is how to use a condom 101, courtesy. Roy. Get ready for this one. This is great. Some 51% of men surveyed said that they have problems putting condoms on. There is one direction that a condom goes in. Uh, for some women out there that don't understand this principle, it goes, it rolls in one direction. But anyway, these guys can't seem to figure it out. I just thank God for those big XL condoms. <laughs> Plus, 
75% of men and 82% of women say that they never, ever have checked a condom for damage. Now, I'm probably guilty of that in my heyday. Are they kidding? Like, what? It's, it's not a used car. It's a condom. You don't have to have it inspected or checked or whatever. Plus the fact it kind of ruins the mood, I think, when you go, hold on, let me turn the lights on and inspect this condom before I put it on. <laughs> Honey, I can't seem to see. Would you check it for me? They should have glow-in-the-dark condoms. That's how you get yes. around that. Glow-in-the-dark condoms, and you test it by filling it up with water. Yeah, or condom checkers that come along on the date. (laughs) Useless information about animals was also discussed on the show. Nick found something interesting about chimps and their drinking habits. Speaking of going to the zoo, sometimes you'll see some chimps. And sometimes you'll see those chimps drinking fermented tree sap. Scientists Mm. are studying these these chimpanzees in Guinea. And they've seen evidence of long-term and recurrent ingestion of ethanol. There was a 17-year study recorded recording chimps, and it leaves and they're using the leaves to these uh, plants to drink their fermented. The the 17-year study recorded. I think you you drank it. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yes, I was visiting the chimp cage uh, before I started the show today. Uh, the 17-year yeah. study recorded chimps using leaves to drink fermented palm sap. Some drank high enough alcohol to produce what they called visible signs of inebriation. Yeah, they get, um, whatchamacallit, it, um, SUIs, which is swinging under the influence. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> It took me a couple of seconds to put that together. It's okay. Yes, I, I had a little bit of that juice myself. <laughs> I think I think they are swingers. Believe us when we tell you, the show is not perfect. Sometimes topics are completely forgotten. Well, that's also all the time we have for totally. Is that right? Do we have anything? No, else? we have to do science. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Monkey juice. (laughs) Speaking of not being perfect, who can't remember the name of a very popular Beatles album? Uh, Sergeant Pepper's... uh, I can't think of the name of the album. Sergeant Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club. Sergeant, in the album... In A3, 2, and... In the album... Sergeant Pecker. Sergeant Pecker. Three. (laughs) Yes, this just in. Pete Best just changed the name of the album. Three... To in the album Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Heart Club. <laughs> there you go. go I speak baby. English in three. Thank God Elaine's an English teacher. You're listening to the best of totally useless information with Nick and Roy. News from around the world is also covered on the show. Snake bites a man's penis while he's sitting on the toilet. No. A teenager was rushed to hospital after a snake bit his penis as he sat on the toilet. Sirapop Masukarat went to the bathroom on Tuesday evening when he felt a sudden searing pain in his manhood. University student looked down and saw the python with his jaws clamped around the tip of his member, quickly let go as blood splurted around the toilet bowl. Sirapop, 18 years old, yelled in terror as he ran out of the bathroom with his pants around his ankles. In central Thailand, 
which is 20 kilometers north of Bangkok. The teenagers, <laughs> the, te- the teenagers' panic-stricken mother calmed him down before paramedics rushed the lad to the nearby Bang Ye Hospital for treatment. Bang Ye. Bang in, ba- in Bangkok bid his manhood. You're listening to the best of totally useless information with Nick and Roy. This show has class. The average volume of farts a person generates per day. You had to go there. It ranges (laughs) from 476 milliliters to 1,491 milliliters, okay? Again, the average volume Mm -hmm. of farts a person generates per day ranges from 476 milliliters to 1,491 milliliters or... 4.2 4.2 cans of Coke. What? Okay, first off, let me explain something to you. Mm-hmm. Mine is not even measured in cans of Coke. It's measured in those big liter bottles, okay? <laughs> it's probably around 14 liter bottles. Okay, my wife the other day made this broccoli and cauliflower yeah. kind of medley thing. Yeah. Okay, I swear to yeah. you, people were outside of my house on Samsonite chairs like they were watching the damn launch from Cape Canaveral. They were waiting for me to fly off the ground. <laughs> yes. I, I love how you said it was a, me- a medley of vegetables. It was a medley that we were playing at the end of dinner. <laughs> it was. It was like a tuning sound. You know, it was in the key of A, like the oboe. Something like this. <laughs> there it is. And then it, at the end it goes... <laughs> like that. Nick and Roy have been friends for over 40 years. They met in high school so they are the same age. Nick has a suggestion for where they can both retire when the time comes. I think this is a place where you and I, Roy, can retire. It's a place called Disappointment Island. (laughs) 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 Story of our lives. Exactly. I think uh, think our, our names and our plaques are right outside the island. Disappointment Island is an uninhabited island in New Zealand Although there are 65,000 pairs of white-capped albatross who live there. In 1868, a steel tanker crashed on the island, which killed 68 people, leaving the 15 survivors waiting 18 months to be rescued. And in 1907, another ship ended up crashing there and 12 men drowned. So, note to self, do not go anywhere near Disappointed Island. You'll be disappointed. Yeah, exactly. Not much to see there. Wow. Disappointment Island. You know, Nick, you keep coming up with those stories. I think I'm going to retire our friendship. (laughs) (laughs) Well, for the time being, you're listening to Totally Useless Information with Nick and Roy. Impressions are among the many talents that Roy has. Latina. Liechtenstein. Schwanger. Schaft. Verhuntung. Schmidl. So you got to put the old Verhuntung on the old Schmidl of the Schwanz. Switzerland! Oh, let's fly Korean Air, where you have a business class seat you lay out, and also free showers. Pass me that bottle of Manischewitz water. What's the price of this water? Two ninety nine. When I was a kid, nobody paid for water. <laughs> Roy has this inner Jewish man in him. His name is Mendel. Mm-hmm. What does Mendel sell? Mendel sells corned beef. In a deli, it's very lean, like very lean. Roy was not shy when it came to who he wanted to win in this year's U.S. presidential election. God, I, I hope Trump wins again. I love the guy. 
Well, I'm sure he loves you too. Plus, it is with plus the fact I'm going to be doing the show from Costa Rica if Biden wins. <laughs> it is what it is. Roy has been married for 36 years and has nothing but great things to say about his wife, Deb. How many years is it now, Roy, that you're married? 36 years. If I should get a watch, maybe a gold watch or some something. I actually suggested to my wife, and you could leave this in if you want, Nick. I actually suggested that every five years, a man should get a, like, three-month pass. And you can add them. So let's say you're married for 10 or 15 years. 15 years, you say, okay, fine. You get this, you know, whatever, one-year pass or whatever. And you can combine them and add them up so that maybe if you're married 36 years, I can stay away from her for two years. <laughs> you're so, looking for a vacation. Yeah. My wife's name is Deb. She is, is one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen and uh, still is 36 years later. And uh, yeah, we are happily, happily married for 36 years. Here is another useless news item from around the world. A key ally in Brazil's president has been arrested after anti-corruption officers discovered a wad of banknotes in his underpants. Police initially <laughs> found 10,000 rias, rias, yes, rias, around 1,700... <laughs> That's what they're called, Rias. Sorry, Rias. Um, uh, the $1,750 U.S. they found in a safe. He then asked the cops if he can go to the bathroom, and according to the police report, an officer noticed a large rectangular bulge under the senator's shorts as he walked away. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine him going through? Here's some American money. Here's some Rias. What's this tube stake in here? <laughs> <laughs> so... Oh, I'm sorry. That's connected. <laughs> so he went. They, they, they realized this rectangular bulge found inside his underwear near his buttocks, according to the report, were stacks of money that totaled around $2,600 U.S. When asked whether he had any additional cash stowed in his underpants, the senator angrily shoved his hands into his underwear to retrieve more stacks of bills totaling $3,100 U.S., or 17,000. So the money was stuck behind his buttocks. Behind and in between a subsequent search, oh, there's more. Not only three times, a subsequent search turned up another 250 riases for another $43. My, what, did, what did he say to them? Did he say, I have a life of crime, but it's behind me? <laughs> <laughs> My God, the, the, his, his butt looked at the big wad of money and said the buck stops here <laughs> <laughs> you can't make this stuff up no to email the show visit nickandroy.com every week a listener's email is featured on the show roy got one from holly in kansas holly from kansas said that she stumbled upon our show by accident I don't know what that means. And loves it. She she says that she binged, listened to every show. That's a lot of listening. Thank you, Holly. Wow. That's a dedicated listener. And very, very sweet of you to say that you love the show. Thank you again, Holly. We are now in 53 countries around the world, and our mailbags are full constantly. But Holly said something. She asked if we can say hello 
to her mom, say hi to her mother, who is 99 years old this year. Okay? Now, this is what got me and why I read the letter. Holly says, her mom's name is Dorothy. Dorothy from Kansas. Oh, my God. So... So I would like to say, <laughs> follow the yellow brick road. Follow the <laughs> what if you were told by your employer that you had to wear their underwear under your uniform? That's exactly what happened to Disney employees. Up until 2001, Disney employees were not allowed to wear their own underwear under their costumes. Mm. They had to share Disney-issued undergarments. So what were they, Mickey Mouse? Like, here are grown people wearing Mickey Mouse underwear. But after several employees complained, and they complained because they got (laughs) pubic lice (laughs) (laughs) and and reported stained undies, the company changed their policy. Oh, no, especially being that they didn't make those Disney underwear in in anything but youth sizes. So for someone like me, that would be really heartbreaking to put them on. It'd be like a nasty Speedo. (laughs) (laughs) At first, I thought it said public lice. What, there's private lice? (laughs) There's no no room for me, nevertheless, to have pubic lice. This show just went off the rails yeah. <laughs> right into Disney World. One last highlight from the past year on totally useless information with Nick and Roy. In one of Nick's useless facts, he suggested a way to improve your car's key fob signal using your head. Roy wondered what would happen if you stuck the key fob you know where. Holding a remote key fob to your car, if you hold it next to your head, it increases its range. Because the water in Mm -hmm. your brain acts as an amplifier. If you Mm. touch the remote to your head while pressing the button, you can unlock your car from a further distance. For even better results, hold it under your chin and then open your mouth. Really? Could you imagine what happens if you stick it up your... uh, (laughs) your, um... (laughs) No, then the headlights come on. And then... (laughs) It starts itself. It's a remote start. <laughs> oh, I didn't know you had remote start. <laughs> yes, on those cold winter mornings in Toronto, just stick the key fob up the old poop chute and you can automatically start your car. Thank you for joining us as we look back at 2020. To listen to the complete library of totally useless information, visit nickandroy.com. Starting next week, Nick and Roy will begin Season 4. There is more exciting stuff coming your way, including more special guests, news topics, and more useless fun. From all of us here at Totally Useless Information with Nick and Roy, Happy New Year! This Valentine's Day, Dunkin's got the perfect pairings to show your love. So get down on one knee with a dozen brownie batter donuts and a cocoa mocha signature latte. Or make them swoon with a strawberry dragon fruit Dunkin' refresher with a Cupid's Choice Donut. Are you ready for love? America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer.